I very recently ran to the reemergence of a decades-old debate. Evidently, a father had got his son a UFC game, that's Ultimate Fighting Championship. Now, from what he tells us, his son has been suspended from school three times now for fighting. Evidently, his son getting into fights at school has only been an issue since getting him that UFC game, and he's concerned that his son is acting out moves that he's done in the video game. The question that the father raises, and it's not a new one, I've heard it off and on for decades now, is do, do video games cause violence? Now looking for excuses and directions to point fingers and people to blame for things isn't anything new. It's always happened. Uh, the church has a long, proud history of trying to find things to blame all the evils of the world on. Now besides here in America, everything being the president's fault, whether it is or not, uh, as far as the church is concerned, uh, most of the evils in the world can be blamed on the devil. Of course, everything good that happens is the work of God, and everything bad is the work of the devil. I think I've mentioned this before, but over the many decades, uh, just in the past century, uh, some of the things that have been blamed by the church for the evils of the world include comic books, pornography, rock and roll, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, video games, Pokemon, uh, Halloween was worshipping the devil. Uh, just since my lifetime, video games have been accused of being murder simulators and training us to be killers and to be uh, encouraging us to be violent people. Roughly a couple decades back, Jack Thompson was uh, famously on a one-man crusade. Now, just as the church has consistently failed in all of its crusades against things that it's attributed all the evils in the world to, Jack Thompson has also consistently failed in his efforts to blame video games and the video game industry and video game companies for all the bad things that happen and ended up being disbarred altogether. Personally, I've grown sick of this excuse a long time ago. I immediately am disgusted by the reemergence of this topic again and again and again. And when I initially seen this, I immediately just shrugged it off and like, no, we're not discussing this. The answer is no. I haven't even read everything you said, just the answer is no. But I did end up going back and reading over what he had to say. And I guess maybe we should stop and uh, discuss this issue again. So here we go. Do video games promote or lead to or somehow create violence or train us to lean towards violent tendencies, make us into violent people? So when I was a kid, I played video games. My brother played video games. The friends that we hung out with played video games. So back in the 80s, that would have been stuff like Super Mario Brothers, Legend of Zelda, Metroid, Paperboy. And then when you get into the 90s, when we were teenagers, there was Mortal Kombat. Uh, a little bit later, there was Duke Nukem. We played Doom. You know, so we did the fighting games. We did the shooters. So outside of the video games in real life, like say some of these friends would spend the night and we would play around, uh, messing around, uh, wrestling if you want to call it that. But what we were kind of doing is pretending like we were characters in something like Mortal Kombat or Killer Instinct or Street Fighter or whatever. Like we were our own character with our own moves, uh, combat moves and stuff. So now I could see somebody saying like, okay, well see, there you go. You guys were acting out the stuff you were doing in video games. Well, no, it's not as simple as that. Yes, we were pretending, 
but we were being very careful not to actually hurt each other. So your face never got hit, uh, and whatever blows might have touched your, your, your body were mild. We deliberately made sure that we weren't hurting each other. We had no interest in actually hurting each other. So then maybe somebody might argue, like, okay, yeah, that's because you guys were close. You were friends, it was your brother, and you, you don't want to hurt your brother or your friends. But we had no interest in hurting anybody besides that. It's not like we were fantasizing that we were going to go to school and beat up kids at school or whatever. We had no interest in hurting not only each other, we had no interest in hurting anybody anywhere. So we didn't go to school and pick fights or get into fights. Uh, as my brother got a little bit older, he went to karate classes and ended up being a black belt in karate. Was even in a karate magazine and still never went to school picking fights, getting into fights. Playing those sorts of video games and even pretending these things in real life didn't mean that we wanted to hurt anybody or had any inclination to desire to hurt anybody. Looking back over all the years that I was in school, I can think of two occasions in which I sort of ended up in a fight, if you want to call it that, and I didn't start it. And honestly, the first one was back before stuff like even Mortal Kombat. Back in the late 80s when I was in elementary school, maybe second grade, give or take. At that time, I was playing stuff like Mario Brothers. And as I said, it wasn't me that started it. Another kid, an older kid, a grade or two above me, started messing with me on the playground before school. And I don't know who it was. I've never seen him before or since I can recall. I don't know what his deal was, but he was trying to hurt me for whatever reason. And even so, I had no interest in hurting the kid. And my gut reaction was to just grab his throat with my hand and squeeze and not let go until he turned these ugly shades and his eyes got all bug-eyed and, and horrified looking. I let him go and he ran off and never bothered me again. And bear in mind, that was long before Mortal Kombat or whatever. And then the other one was maybe like a decade later, late in high school. It might have been my senior year, as I recall. And again, a kid that I didn't know from another grade come up starting crap with me, running his mouth, talking about all these things I supposedly did, and I don't even know, I didn't even know what the kid's name was. But I was going out to lunch uh, at school, and he's following me, trying to harass me, running his mouth, obviously trying to start a fight, and I had no interest in fighting the kid. And bear in mind, this is after years of Mortal Kombat and all these murder simulators and whatnot. And when I got to my vehicle, he's still sitting there trying to start something with me, and I have no interest. And I unlock my door, and I sit down in my vehicle, calmly trying to start the vehicle, and then he suddenly grabs my shoulder with his left hand, and swings his right arm way back behind him, and then lunges his whole body into me, uh, punching me in the side of the skull. Uh, put his whole body into it. And it actually caused me to drop my keys. I was afraid I didn't get them in the ignition yet. And I was afraid he kept hitting me like this. You know, pull his arm way back and swing his whole body into me again and again and again. Hit me in the side of the head again and again and again. And jerking me around. I was afraid I was going to drop my keys and they were going to fall into the gravel underneath my vehicle. And to get kicked under, I'd never see him again. And my only concern at that point was getting the keys in the ignition so I didn't lose them. And eventually I got him in there. And then I shoved him out of my door, 
slammed the door shut and started to drive off and he started to walk away. And at no point in there did I have any, even with him wailing on me like that, I did not at all have any interest in hurting him back. And that is the exact opposite of what people that have for years tried to suggest that video games making us into violent people, you know, murder simulators training us to be violent people and killers. You know, they would, uh, this is the opposite of their narrative. Now, maybe you could try to argue like, well, hold up. Maybe you guys are the exception. All right, yeah, you guys played these types of video games and didn't end up growing up to be violent people and hurting anybody, but maybe you're the exception. Well, couldn't we just the same make the same argument, as, but as a counter-argument, that all these uh, handful of people out there that ended up going to school and shoot up their schools or whatever are the exception? I mean, let's think about this just for a second, looking at some raw numbers. Now, off the top of my head, Grand Theft Auto V had sold 160 million copies. Now, that's just Grand Theft Auto V. That's not all the previous Grand Theft Auto games, and that's not all the other types of violent games out there. That's one single, solitary, um, specific murder simulator. Now, granted, those sales are across multiple platforms and console generations, and surely several of those are, are repeat purchases uh, from people that have two or more copies for two or more different game consoles. I myself have a copy for Xbox 360 and Xbox One. On the other hand, there's probably several copies out there played by more than one player. But let's just for the sake of argument say out of those 160 million copies that only 50 million unique individual players are represented there. Now that is 50 million then people that are being trained up into being uh, murderers and, uh, you know, bullies and, you know, people that abuse their families and go and pick fights at school and shoot up a restaurant or whatever. So maybe say, okay, well, hold up there. Maybe not every single one of them players ends up being sculpted into uh, violent people, but maybe some of them. Okay, well, let's say 10% of those ended up being molded into uh, violent people by playing these types of video games. Well, that would still be, just going with what I feel is a conservative estimate of 50 million unique players playing Grand Theft Auto V, and again, that's just Grand Theft Auto V, not counting all the other types of games out there. That would still be, just 10% of those would be 5 million school shooters and uh, whatever. That is an awful lot of people. So you would think with numbers like that, that all these mass shootings and stuff would be an everyday thing. And I can hear somebody saying, well, yeah, it kind of is. Like, no, you're not following me. I don't mean like, yeah, we hear it about once in a while. What I mean is you turn on the news and today, just today, 12 more school shootings and 14 mass shootings at restaurants, 17 workplace shootings, etc., etc. And then tomorrow there's 15 school shootings and 9 uh, shootings at KFCs and whatever, and 21 church shootings. And then the day after that, there's another 10 school shootings, etc., etc. Every single solitary day, there would be dozens of these things, it would seem, if it was at, at all like, you know, even just a fraction of these players ended up, you know, being made by video games into these types of people. So when you stop and think about the numbers, the numbers just don't line up. So it's easy to make anecdotal arguments and to throw out excuses that sound good, but what's the data actually say? Do studies actually support these arguments or are people just talking out their hind end? 
Well, the answer so far is that no, there is no supporting scientific evidence, despite several studies over the past few decades. Back in 2002, the U.S. Secret Service conducted a, a study of 41 individuals that were involved in school shootings. This study found that only 12% of the individuals were attracted to violent video games. Of these same individuals, 24% read violent books and 27% were interested and attracted to violent films. Scholars have noted that these figures seem unusually low compared to the amount of violent media consumed by non-criminal juveniles. Now, I guess one could look at those figures and still point out, but look, that still shows 12% of these people that shot up schools were um, interested in violent video games, so there must be some kind of a correlation. Well, does it actually represent causation or correlation, or is it circumstantial coincidental? I mean, for example, what percentage of them ate cereal for breakfast? Maybe more than 12% of them. Would we be able to say, like, well, 17% of them ate cereal for breakfast, so maybe there's a correlation. Eating cereal makes people go and shoot up their schools. Now, to me, it would seem to stand to reason that if somebody was predispositioned toward violence, if they just were naturally somebody that would be more inclined to violence, uh, that they might also be more interested naturally in violent media, whether that's movies or TV shows or comic books or video games or whatever. So were these violent people violent because of violent video games and other violent media? Or were they interested in violent video games and violent media, other violent media, uh, because they are naturally inclined to be violent people? I mean, people have been violent for the whole entirety of human history, of which we didn't have video games until the last handful of decades. You know, for thousands of years, we never needed video games to make people into violent people. So I previously stated that scientific studies have not found a clear link between violent video games and violent behavior. So I went through looking over the results of uh, some dozens of studies over the past couple decades. Now I feel like in fairness and honesty that I should point out that these results don't reflect that there is definitely no connection between violent video games and violent behavior in people, but that they have not been able to conclusively indicate one or the other, that yes, there is a link, or no, there definitely is not a link. Really, when you look over all these different results over dozens of tests, uh, it's quite a mixed bag. Uh, a lot of them seem to feel that they didn't have an adequate sample, that the data maybe wasn't conclusive, and then a lot of them seem to have conflicting results. Several of them seem to find that there is some increased aggression in players that tended to prefer violent video games, whereas at least a few of them seem to find the opposite, that there is an increased empathy and decreased aggression in at least certain demographics that were tested. Now, a common theme in the results that I had noticed is that a lot of them seem to find that there is a marginal increase in aggression, but that they felt that it was not significant. None of them seem to determine that uh, violent video games result in a significant 
increase in violent tendencies in any of the players. Now, at least one of the studies I had read up on seemed to find um, that players that were already predispositioned to be more aggressive than typical people may be more vulnerable to uh, violent video games, making them into even more aggressive, uh, maybe more violent people than they would have been without having been exposed to video games. But this is not people that were uh, sweet, innocent, goody two-shoes, and then suddenly they play Grand Theft Auto and now they're wanting to go on a murderous rampage. There are people that were already less empathetic and more aggressive in nature to begin with. Now, in 2008, an interesting finding from the files of the Office of Juvenile Justice and Delinquency Prevention and the Office of Justice Programs indicated a decrease in arrests for violent crimes in both children and adults since the 1990s. Now, that's the early 1990s when we started to really see the emergence of uh, violent games that were controversial enough that uh, people were lashing out against them and going on crusades against them, making us into killers and whatever. One particular figure that I've seen was suggesting that the consumption of violent media, violent video games, has resulted in up to an 80% decrease in the amount of violent crimes among youths. Now, I've already mentioned that uh, the results of studies that I was reading seem to kind of contradict each other a bit. Uh, but one of them I wanted to specifically mention, it wasn't something I'd read about. I actually saw it on uh, some kind of educational type program. I don't remember which one. Uh, but they had test subjects doing these things in a virtual environment, things that they knew were bad. And what they found was that the test subjects afterwards exhibited an increase and empathy and the theory seems to be based on what they found in their study that even though we're doing things that are bad but we're, we're doing them in a virtual environment they're not real we're not really doing them for real in real life we still at sub some kind of subconscious level deep in the back of our mind somewhere still end up harboring some kind of guilt for the things that we did even though they were only virtual and when we went out of that virtual environment back into our regular day-to-day -day real life that that guilt carried with us and resulted in an increase in empathy in real life so say you're playing some kind of video game and you go up to some random pedestrian on the street and you shoot him in the back of the head just in cold blood kill him yeah you didn't do that in real life to a real person but you did it virtually and it was still you know that that is a horrible thing to do and so a sub some kind of subconscious level, you still harbor some guilt for the horrible thing you did even though it wasn't real. And then in real life, that carries with you and you still carry at a subconscious level that guilt for that virtual crime that you did. Now circling back around to the initial topic that uh, initially led to me making this particular episode, why would a particular kid start getting in the trouble at school for getting in the fights uh, shortly after their father got them a UFC video game. Now bear in mind that the studies that have been done so far have not found a significant increase in aggression in people that play violent video games. 
But what some of them at least seem to find is that people that were already uh, naturally more aggressive tend to gravitate towards these types of video games. So what I wonder in this particular scenario is who chose to get the UFC game for the kid? Did dad choose it or did the kid want it and then dad got it for him? I have a suspicion that it's the latter and that would make sense if the kid was already somebody that was interested in uh, violence and violent media. If that's the case, then it's that the kid wanted the UFC game because he's interested in violent material like that rather than he was interested and then somehow they chose to get this game and then that game made him a violent person. Now, if that's the case, I'm afraid that they have a bigger problem than just the video game. I mean, even if dad decides he's going to take the game away and his son won't be allowed to play these types of video games anymore, I don't think that's actually going to remedy the problem, unfortunately. Now, that might be something that might need to be taken to a, a child psychologist to have them study them and see what's going on with them. But I'm afraid that the problem isn't the game that he was exposed to, but something uh, internal in the kid himself that he is a, an individual that leans more towards this type of um, behavior. Even if he's never done it before, maybe the things that he saw and did in the video game uh, that were appealing to him, for which reason he won the game in the first place, ended up being things that he took with him out beyond the video game to try out in real life. I mean, for all we know, he might have been somebody that maybe wasn't um, quite up for being able to pick fights or win fights, and maybe was even bullied or picked on or teased or whatever at school a bit, and maybe deep down inside, he fantasized about being able to do something about it and beat up the people that were picking on him or whatever. And then once he plays his game, he found some um, maybe moves in it or something that he thought he might could try in real life that might give him a better chance at standing up to these kids in real life. I just personally, from my own experience with video games and all the people that I know, and I'm surrounded by an awful lot of people, and people in my demographic are huge gamers. So my experience with all these other gamers and from the studies that I've seen, I don't believe that the violent game made the kid violent. And don't forget that we've had violent people for the entirety of uh, human history for thousands of years before there was ever such a thing as video games. We never needed video games for people to end up being violent people.